You are listening to Mark Hatmaker Rough and Tumble Raconteur. This is a grab bag of old school Western martial arts, resurrected indigenous ways and empirical musings tinged with a heavy dose of respect, admiration, let's call it hero worship, for these hosses of yore. Hey crew, Mark Hatmaker here coming to you from the Comancheria. Today we're going to be talking about gang colors and uh, king cobras, uh, Pretty much the utility of gang pride. Why am I am pro flying your colors, no matter what gang you might be in? Now, uh, this is not necessarily esoteric here, where this is leaning towards the side of uh, street self-defense and awareness without actually getting into the tactical aspect. This is more strategy, and I think you'll follow me. Stick around to the end. I think you'll see where I'm going with this. Uh, California courts have for some time been wrangling with the case regarding the legality of police being allowed to rip the patches off of the jackets of a particular motorcycle so-called gang. The gang in question prefers to be called the Mongols Motorcycle Club, and to keep matters simple, I will refer to this group as the Mongols from here on out. Now, we will not delve into the murky legal waters that led the powers that be thinking that this strategy is a good idea. Instead, we will address the issue on broader terms that may have actual impact on ourselves, gang-affiliated or not, but trust me, we're all in a gang, whether you, you think you are or not. By the end, you'll see what I'm talking about. First, Let's get the free speech and property rights arguments out of the way. For a thought experiment, let's say that you are a Mongol member in good standing. A law-abiding Mongol at that. Anyone denying your right to wear the emblem of your club would be seen as a villain, let alone armed officials who are allowed or, I mean, actually instructed to remove your property, which is the patch, from your person. I dare say you would see such a governmentally sanctioned stance as bellicose, adversarial, right? Now... Uh, just, you know, picture coming up and someone taking your favorite sports team jersey off of you or rip, ripping the crucifix from around your neck. If, if you can't now, if you can't unmire your own views on this topic uh, with what you think or assume that the Mongols may or may not be about, let's say that the same policies in play for, let's say, MAGA hats or uh, Bernie Brothers shirts or uh, 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 liberal Democrat bumper stickers, T-shirts or whatever trademark thing you dig wearing. Now, picture an armed official sanctioned to remove it from your person, all right? Now you got it, see? Now see, some still won't get it because uh, for some, you know, some means all. By that I mean because some Mongols are involved in illegal activity, then all Mongols are involved in illegal activity. But this is akin to saying that because some televangelists are hypocritical, prevaricating adulterers who do not open the doors for charity during a Houston hurricane, all are tarred with the same brush. Eh, maybe that's not the best example, but you yeah, follow my drift. Some is not all and all is not some. Now, I understand the knee-jerk tar all with the same brush in some cases. For example, uh, neo-Nazis. Now, the law of averages say that amongst neo-Nazis, there has to be some law-abiding, tax-paying citizens who are good family members and kind of dogs who have never burned across or clogged the street with a heinous display of hatred. If it just weren't for that vicious, racist streak, they'd be peachy people to know. But our tarry brush allows me to spot this distasteful quality and choose other company. Now, pay attention to what I did there. I just didn't apologize for this. I'm saying how it is useful to know what someone thinks they stand for. This brings us to the utility argument. If we remove danger signals from an entity we consider dangerous, how are we, the civilized, able to spot the dangerous? 
Here's an example. I live in the green state of Tennessee. Let's say Tennessee is riddled with king cobras. It's not, but for right now, the thought experiment, we're going to pretend that it is. On my many treks through the woods, I encounter snakes. Now, primarily non-venomous snakes, and I hike happily along. Now, occasionally, I see the displayed hood of the dreaded king cobra, and I quickly alter my plans. Today is now no longer hike day. Today is yogurt smoothie day. Now, in this example, the snake's gang colors, its, its hood, potentially saved my life. Now, if some well-meaning legislation is passed to ban cobra hoods, but not the cobras themselves, I am still left with the same number of cobras on my hikes, but no longer possessing this helpful identifying uh, mark. If I have a dreaded fear of the Mongols and I pull into an interstate rest stop and I see a conglomeration of bikers with Mongol rockers on, well, I can drive on. If the patches are illegal, my rest stop no longer possesses the signal I desire. I now don't know if the cluster of bikers I see is that which I fear, or perhaps it's just the Pomona chapter of the Christian writers. Now, gang colors, MAGA hats, biker patches, crucifixes, adornments, team jersey are all badges of affiliation or association. They are signals that let other human animals know what abstract notions the wearing animal affiliates with. They allow me to know, hey, that guy wearing the tap-out t-shirt and carrying a volume of Jacques Barzon, he and I may have something in common. I think I'll go talk to him. Or, hey, does it strike you that everyone in this Applebee's is wearing a swastika? Maybe we should go to Denny's instead tonight. Animals provide signals to attract or to repel. Removing or muting the signals doesn't do a damn thing for her safety. It may very well do the opposite. And that's what I'm arguing here. I believe it does do the opposite. Now, for the record, Sonny Barger, an, an original founder of the Oakland chapter of the Hells Angels Motorcycle Club, has penned, uh, penned a volume called Freedom, Credos from the Road. It's a damn fine book, better than most books or tweets by politicians. So you might be asking at this point, is Mark, is he pro-gang or anti-gang? Is he pro-gov or anti-gov? And the answer is all of the above. Uh, for more such little musings and such things, obviously take a look at our Indigenous Ability blog or continue on listen to such podcast. Or if you really don't want to get into the training thick, uh, thing, have a look at the Black Box Project over there, ExtremeSelfProtection.com. And as uh, far as supporting what we got going on here, uh, how much do you work for free? Yeah, that's what I thought. Most of us don't want to do that. We give away a lot of milk here. Uh, so if you see your way of like, supporting, and sharing, man, I would appreciate it. All right. Take care of yourself and watch out for the Cobras. Well, if you dig what we just discussed today, uh, I'd like to invite you to like and subscribe to the podcast. Hell, support it if you want. I'm not your dad. Do what you want. And if you're a glutton for punishment, uh, just visit our website, ExtremeSelfProtection.com. You'll find links to the blog, all of our products, and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of more pages of like musics. <laughs>